It's the New Jersey Globe Power Hour on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Here's the Globe's Editor-in-Chief, David Wildstein. Uh, Welcome back. It's David Wildstein, the editor of the New Jersey Globe. Josh Gottheimer is serving his third term as a congressman from New Jersey. He represents parts of Bergen, Passaic, Sussex, and Warren counties. Congressman, thanks for joining me. Great to be back. Thanks for having me. It's it's always a pleasure. Since your first year in Congress, 2017, you've been talking about state and local tax deductions, known as SALT. Uh, Now, I know there was a major breakthrough this week, but and I'm going to ask you about that in a minute. But first, explain what happened uh, in 2017 that made the SALT deduction a big issue. Well, if everyone probably remembers back in the tax reform legislation passed in 2017, I affectionately called it a tax hike bill. And every one of us in Jersey, but for one, Democrats and Republicans, were opposed to it for one simple reason above all. Uh, it gutted the state local tax deduction you referred to, or SALC, meaning that when you pay your taxes to the state or your local taxes, your property taxes, it used to be forever that you would then deduct uh, that number before paying your federal taxes. In essence, so you didn't pay twice on the same income. Um, when the tax hike bill passed, they were looking for extra revenue to, to give other tax cuts, uh, particularly to the red states that were good for them. So what they turned around and did is took away SALT or capped it out at $10,000, which, which, which gave them hundreds of billions of dollars to work with and us a tax increase here in northern New Jersey. So in, in Bergen County, I've heard you say the average taxpayer claimed, I think it was just under $25,000 as a SALT deduction. So so we're talking about some real money here, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, this is – if you live in a SALT state, and tends to be bluer states like Jersey, like New York, Connecticut, this area yeah, where we know that taxes are, in my opinion, too high, but in the meantime, that's what they are um, – Really, this was a massive tax increase for a majority of the people who live in my district. And I'm not just talking about people who are all super well-to-do. We're talking about teachers and firefighters and, and cops and small business owners, and right? Because in Bergen County, the average taxpayer claimed $24,783 before the cap went into place. So suddenly, you used, to be able, you used to be able to deduct all of that before paying your federal taxes. Then they turned around and said, you could deduct only $10,000 worth. Every single county that I represent, uh, Sussex, Warren, Passaic, and Bergen, all are above $10,000. It was a tax increase for all of them. We all got it stuck to us, right? I mean, it was really, we really got whacked on this one. And so what we're doing now is fighting to reinstate it, to prevent double taxation, to actually give a real tax cut to the people who live here. And that's what I'm particularly fighting for right now in any in any legislation that we're considering going forward and it's what i asked the uh, treasury secretary about this week when she was before the financial services committee and i'm speaking with congressman josh godheimer i want to ask you about about uh what secretary yellen said you have a seat on the house financial services committee so so you made you made the salt deduction uh, one of your 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 key areas of questioning what did secretary yellen say to you well, what I wanted to know, which I, I think a lot of people around here want to, I'll tell you, I hear this from folks all the time, you know, will this administration support eliminating that $10,000 cap and going back to where we were before, to fully reinstating that deduction to, to end this misguided policy of double taxation? And what the secretary said was, 
and and something that I was I was very pleased to hear, and I think a lot of people were, is that she recognizes that there's disparate treatment, uh, basically between the red and the blue states, right? That we got hit and they got a great benefit. So once she recognized that, and she invited, said this is something that we should work on together, and uh, and she said that she looked forward to working with me to to find ways to reinstate soft and and, um, and this is clearly bipartisan and she recognized that as well right this is not an issue that cuts along partisan lines it's really an issue that cuts on regional lines and those of us who live in Jersey who frankly pay the bills for so many other states I call them moocher states but pay the bill for all these other states the fact that we also now had higher taxes starting in 2017 uh, is something that we want to fight back again so let's talk about moocher states. Anybody who knows Josh Gottheimer knows that, that you can't talk to him for more than five minutes without you, you <laughs> saying moocher states. So explain, to, explain what that means. What is a moocher state? So we, we, for years, New Jersey, because we've paid more into the federal government when it comes to taxes than other states. Right? It's, it's gone on. If you, you go back into the annals, that's the way it is. There are certain states that pay far more than other states. It's, it's because they're more well-to-do, have, have, have paid more into, uh, into Washington than they've gotten back, right? We've historically gotten back to Jersey and to my district far less than we put in. When, in fact, when I came into office, one of the first calculations I looked at was that we got back 33 cents for every dollar we sent to Washington. You look at other states like uh, Mississippi and Alabama – they put in. They get four dollars and thirty-eight cents back for every dollar they send to Washington, and 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 four dollars and thirty-two cents respectively. You look at Louisiana; they start their state budget every year with about half of the money in their state budget coming from the federal government sent in to their state. The bottom line is they're moochers because they get far back more and they pay in. Right? We're just the opposite. What I've argued for for years now is we need in New Jersey to fight for more dollars to come back here to kind of even it out a little bit because, to me, it's absurd how little we get back. And we've been very successful. It's about working with our mayors and our first responders, our fire departments, cops, to, to fight and pay, fight for these grants that are available and try to get them back to New Jersey. We're up 108% increase in, in return on investment to uh, to my district since – uh, I was elected, and, and that's about making sure we fight to get more dollars back here from the Moocher states. You must be Mitch McConnell's favorite congressman, then. <laughs> but Kentucky is a major Moocher state. Yeah, I've, I've heard you say that. I've heard you say that. I, I'm speaking with Congressman Josh Gottheimer. So the, the other the other part of Moocher states is is what you call the clawbacks. What are what are clawbacks, and what are you doing in your district in in, in New Jersey to 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 make that happen? That's about making sure that when we write legislation, you fight to, to ensure that these dollars get clawed back here. And there's, there's provisions that are good for our state. For instance, in the, the COVID-19 package we just passed, something that I worked quite a bit with some senators on was um, getting resources for broadband. I, uh, uh, about 30% of my district is more rural and there's huge swaths that have, no broadband connectivity at all, or basically dial-up levels of connectivity. You can imagine during COVID how difficult that's been for students, for small businesses, for, for telehealth, for all the issues that we all you know, depend upon broadband for. So we were able to get 
resources uh, dedicated to wiring rural areas uh, to make sure they have connectivity, just like we did when we put the phone system together, right, in our country, and they and said that was critically important for our economy, for our national security, that everybody had a phone, and it's it's part of what it's it's public policy. I think the same should be for broadband, and that's one area that we fought for. We also got a lot of resources to each and every one of our towns and counties in the district to help with COVID lost revenues and expenditures that will help with infrastructure and with, of course, most importantly, getting the vaccine out. And I'm speaking with Congressman Josh Gottheimer of New Jersey. America's still shaken by the the riots at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. And I think at least one of the people charged is from your district. I'm not sure if this is related, but you've been sounding alarms for a while about a group called the Oath Keepers. What are the Oath Keepers, and and should New Jerseyans be frightened of this group? Well, the New Jersey Department of Homeland Security uh, last year designated several domestic violent extremist groups as threats to our state, to our homeland. Right. We're very familiar post 9-11 with ISIS-inspired terrorists and lone wolf terrorists, other homegrown threats to uh, our state, have always been the top threats to the state of New Jersey and something that I've focused on. Um, and the, the, in the last years, we've seen in New Jersey but throughout the country a, a, a sharply increasing threat from domestic terror groups like something called the, a group called the Oath Keepers, uh, proud boys, three percenters uh, that th- that threaten our our law enforcement. They threaten our communities uh, with, uh, and they they have been designated as domestic terror threats. The uh, head of the FBI last week uh, testified, or it could have been a week before, testified that what he sees as the largest threat are these domestic violent extremists that are racially and ethnically motivated attacks, threatening racially and ethnically motivated attacks. Um, particularly a uh, huge rise of white supremacist threats to the country. We obviously saw that on January 6th, but it's also unfortunately here in New Jersey. And I've been pushing very hard, A, to designate these groups as terror groups. Uh, the Proud Boys, I pushed for them to be designated as uh, a terrorist group as well because they are um, they operate internationally, so there are special designations that they can have as being international foreign terrorist organizations, um, which prevent which uh, prevent uh, so certain associations and you know, from people from doing business with them. To me, this is a significant threat that we must be vigilant on. Whether it's uh, whether it's anti-Semitism, whether it's Islamophobia, whether it's uh, anti-Catholic or anti-Muslim, you name it, we must be vigilant and stand up strong against all forms of hate. Uh, and and that, that has been a, a big focus of mine for years because it's not who we are as a country. These aren't the values we share, and they also prevent threats from a security perspective to our law enforcement, to our communities, uh, and to our families. All right. Well, Congressman Josh Gottheimer, Democrat of New Jersey, thank you for speaking to me. It's always a pleasure, and have a happy Passover and stay safe. Happy Passover. Uh, stay safe and healthy, everyone. We're going to get through this. We're, we're almost there. Almost. We're almost. There. We're almost. Gonna, we're gonna do it. Thank okay, you, Congressman. Thank, thank you. And, and I'll be back. I'll be back to talk to the chairman of the Assembly Judiciary Committee, Raj Mukherjee, about his investigation into beatings and sexual assaults at New Jersey's only woman's prison. So please don't go away. This is David Wildstein. You are listening to the New Jersey Globe Power Hour on Talk Radio 77 WABC.